0: Wait a minute, wait turn, a minute. On turn on the radio, my homie got a new show and it's time to play it, he talking bigger business, he a lot of moves, move. Alright,
1: welcome to the Startup Man. Showcase, I'm your host Scott Katoon, um, got a new show. this is a full crowd of people time and time I know all these people and it's fun and there's no drinks and that's weird. So right off the bat, I don't know, Like, do I want to start this off by introducing everybody or do I want to get my like early stuff out of the way? Let's go with the social stuff first. So make sure you follow us on uh, on Technori, at Technori, at Katoon, on all things social. Uh, This is an interactive show. There's people streaming for Shopping Gives is streaming, and Aristotle is his own creation. I don't even know... (laughs) what to say, really, about you. Uh, where Whatever you have in your hand, you're probably streaming it.
2: Um, uh, just one live. Of course. Naturally. <laughs> that, that's to be assumed.
1: Um, and then, of course, the last part of this uh, is the second half of the show, we've got companies calling in, and you can invest in them, and so that will be a whole other thing. Um, make sure you go to republic.co backslash register. A couple of the people on this show, at least one for sure, has raised a few times on Republic, so we can talk about that before we exit the show. All right. Intro time, since I got people from left to right. Ronnie Sage, founder CEO of ShoppingGives.com. I got it right that it. time. Yep. I did it. I did it. Believe it or not. Uh, Justin Cunningham, you are with uh, Social Works, which people might know from Chance the Rapper. We'll get you to talk about that in a minute. And, thank you. And Aristotle, my good friend. My man. My man. Who pull,
3: introduced pull, you guys? Pull, oh, yeah. That's yeah the... Ronnie
1: Sage. Yeah, pull that mic close, because we don't want to miss anything that comes out of your mouth. All right. Um, so, Aristotle, all of this has happened because Ronnie Sage, including Technori being run by Scott Katoon, because my attorney, who made that a masterful acquisition, was also introduced me to Ronnie Sage. So my whole life, right about in this room, uh, it comes through my man, Shopping Gives Ronnie Sage. Aristotle, of course, that's a a huge... I'm, 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 I'm the wild card. I'm the wild card. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not a big surprise. Well, we've known it? each other for how
3: many years? 10 years? Oh, yeah, over One? a decade. This yeah. relationship is uh, over a decade for Remember sure. Remember his first pair of sunglasses? He came oh, in with man. his prototypes.
2: <laughs> in my gym H- bag. How big were they?
3: <laughs> they were legit. The carved muffins. Well, I a still have them, actually. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. The but polarization there's, there's, was a little off, but exactly. other than that, <laughs> it was, it was Pro, you couldn't see your screen yeah, version, on your phone. Version one uh, for any company, definitely a little rough <laughs> like, definitely didn't do different.
1: Nothing any different. <laughs> uh so we're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff here, obviously. Um for you listening, I'm gonna apologize ahead of time. Because this is gonna be all over the place. Like my show is Helter Skelter anyway. This is gonna be on another level because the character each person in this room is a bona fide show worthy character. And so uh I'm just going to throw the chips, and they're going to land where they are. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Ronnie, because you're the person to kind of put this whole show together uh, for this episode. There's some cool stuff going on, especially around the giving and the social area, obviously, given the names of all your companies. And, you know, obviously Technori's mission has always been to sort of build, um, well, primarily it's to help founders scale and build companies, but it's always been to democratize the entrepreneurship community. It's always been like these rich kids out in the suburbs who can come down here and play play uh, founder, and they, they get all the money. And most of the people out there, female founders, minority founders, first-time founders, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know where to go for money, and that's kind of been like what we've been focused on for the last almost eight years. Uh so I think it's a good circle of people to talk about this. So Ronnie, why don't you kick us off with
3: exactly why we are sitting here? Sure. So I don't know if anybody has listened to previous episodes where I've been on it and No, they don't guest. listen to it. So, so <laughs> I'll start from the top here. So Shopping Gives, I'm founder and CEO. Um I have two other partners, but we all go by founder. So founder and CEO of Shopping Gives. Um, shopping gives is re, kind of rethinking how donations are done in a more meaningful way, both for brands and consumers. If you look at where kind of giving lives today between retailers and nonprofits, you have the big retailers giving to the big nonprofits, extremely cost burdensome for these retailers to give, and the small guys get left out. Small guys, including, I wouldn't call social work small, but when you're a team of three, you know, four, you're still considered small, and you might not get the attention that's deserved, especially if you don't have Chance the Rapper behind you, so... You know, yeah. we're looking at this and saying, "How can we drive more funds and a stream of funds to nonprofits through retail?" And so we've created technology. We have a marketplace at ShoppingGives.com, and then we have a technology called Change Commerce for retailers, which enables retailers to give back uh, frictionlessly directly from their shopping cart, and that parlays us into our relationship with Aristotle and Ellison.com, or We're Ellison.com. They go by Ellison though. Yep. Um, so. Through our new technology on Shopify. So, we have the retailer program called Change Commerce, and we launched our Shopify app um, three weeks ago. And through that, we we're, we're, were able to partner with Ellison, who's on Shopify, um, in 30 minutes. So, we clicked the button and we integrated the app, and then we featured. So, part of what Shopping Gives does is we bring together the nonprofits and uh, the retailer. So, we curated this relationship. I cold tweeted at Social Works. Being a Chicago organization, and Aristotle had this concept of how can we focus on Chicago? You're Chicago, I'm Chicago. What's a like a Chicago nonprofit that we stand behind and believe in? And we, you know, talked about it for a bit and said, let's see what we could get with Social Works, and so here we are today.
1: I think that's well said. We're going to come back after a break and go deep dive into this, <clears throat> but I want to say it's just a completely. Useless aside. I want to give you a kudos on just going by founder because for the life of me, I can't figure out: do you capitalize the C and co-founder, or is that just co-founder <laughs> dash? Like I don't know what. So I, that's why I just I'm a single founder for everything I do because I I can't figure out the co-founder. Thing, so. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> going, I'm partner. going
2: through that dilemma right now with the new venture. So it's uh,
1: <laughs> are we talking about that? <laughs> no, today? we're gonna hold
2: that off. Everyone we're, goes by
3: partner with yeah. us. We're all of equal. Yeah, see, partner is very litigious. Now. Well, we all go by. Oh, cool. I don't know founder. we're
2: using words like that now. Well, I'm just saying. You <laughs> you know, it's always co- you know? evolved.
3: We're all partners, and cool. we're all yeah. founders. And it's just we're all founders. We we're all founded it.
1: Brothers in love. Like, that's, that's it. That's where it's at. All
3: right, go to commercial.
1: Okay, I'm going to do that. This is, Scott <laughs> this is Scott Katoon, produced by Ronnie Sage. Uh, <laughs> you're listening to W Generator AM 720. We are back with the crew here talking about uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Where were we le- we left off, Ronnie? You're producing yeah. the show. Where where are
3: we? So, <laughs> how are you going to support? And what do you have to do? And then we'll jump into what everybody's doing and the updates and talk about. We also and, we
1: also
2: did a little uh, close. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, costume, oh, costume, uh, change co- change. costume change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So if you're if you're fo- you can actually go on wgenradio.com and like the upper left corner. You can watch this. It's worth it for this show, because they put the new shades on, Ellison shades on. I'm an idiot and left mine in the car, so not I'm the idiot. one person. But here's the thing. The camera's on you guys, not me, yeah, so exactly. it doesn't even matter. I'm just hanging out with a fishing shirt on. It's totally <laughs> fine. Um, and also, I should, I should plug our the podcast, if you haven't uh, checked it out. We had Narrative Science CEO Stuart Frankel on this past week. It'll, it'll drop on Spotify and Apple Podcasts this week, so you should definitely check that out. Technory Podcast with yours truly, Scott Catoon. All right, back to what you should do. Who yes. wants to take the take So the go Canada? to
3: wearellison.com right now. Everyone right go now. on your computer right now. Hold there's, on, there's a coupon. There's got to be a gift. Yeah, so Is there... check this out. I'm going to get there. All right, all right, I'm all right.
2: The and the it's it. spelled ncom
3: So when you go to Wearellison, there's a lot of sunglasses.
2: We got a nice little selection for sure.
3: And then any product... On the product page, you'll see right below the add to cart button, it says this product is eligible for donation to Social Works. So what Elson has done and Aristotle has generously done is said we're going to give back for the rest of this month five percent of any purchase that's done on the website to Social Works. So it's preset, so you don't have to do anything. You don't have to pre-select. You don't have to select anything. Go to the product, choose your product, add it to cart, and then when you get to the cart, you add Social Works as your coupon code. And how much you get off?
2: Uh, we did twenty-five percent. Wow. we're gonna we're gonna pay back on both ends.
3: That's it. So over to Ellison. Okay, Aristotle.
1: So I'm gonna say, yeah. Let's nice. let's go
2: from, from done,
3: reverse
1: Rob. order. Ronnie's been fired off the show now. <laughs> you fired, Ellison. Um, explain to me why I am buying these glasses that are not just about the giving back and the and all the vision. Like talk to me about the glasses.
2: I guess from a Chicago perspective, you know, what I want to do, I was kind of at the forefront of this new entrepreneur movement. That's how you and I got involved. And in, in the focus around entrepreneurship at the time and still kind of today is still around if you got an app or technology. Um, uh but how about those entrepreneurs that were doing something that were kind of like not tech? Yep. And whether it be a restaurant or products or social uh responsible uh companies and uh for me what was important about making Ellison uh as building Ellison was to have that focus, Chicago focus and to really promote Chicago as a another hub for things not just in tech. And so from the Chicago uh perspective, we are uh the only eyewear company uh based in Chicago. Um there are manufacturing in Greece. We're the only ones that are producing and handmade in Greece. Uh, and why that's different is that we use all the same materials and all the same practices, if not more, uh, that you would see in, like, a French handmade product or Italian handmade product or products that are 500 plus. And we apply that uh, to our handmade product in Greece and provide that at a very generous uh, price point, which is around 95 to about
1: $110. Which is awesome. And I own, like, I don't know, we're like, seven pairs. You're a very of between good between customer. Me and, between me very and Jen, Jen we, we've got a lot of customer. them. So I, I want to say, just throw this in as a piece because it's one of the things that I've noticed about you over the years, and the same thing goes for you, Ronnie, on this, um, and several other founders who've been on this show. I don't want to say that if you don't have this characteristic that you won't be successful, but if you think you're going to be a founder and you don't have like all the re- if you don't have all the resources behind you, like the money and all that stuff, and you don't have this characteristic, I think you will have a hard time. Every you're in the lifestyle brand business, Aristotle. Mm-hmm. Every room you walk into, including the studio this morning, as you came in, the producer of Amy Goose Show before this, you knew. Not just because you're all Greek. I swear this whole town's Greek. <laughs> but you just are a person who connects to people really quickly, and you meet a lot of people, and you're in a lot of places, Absolutely. and you're in all the... And it's like, here's my point. You have to be like that if you want to be able to sell a product like sunglasses. You're selling cool
2: in in the middle of uh, Chicago winters, which is not the sunniest place. It's not (laughs) not
1: the sunniest place, but you're selling cool. You're selling an image. There's a reason that all the people on Empire are wearing your glasses. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a brand that you are like you represent, and that's. And, exactly. People don't and buy like,
3: from brands. People buy from the people behind the brands. Absolutely.
1: Exactly. And yeah. And so, like, then I look, and obviously, we can get into the chance of rapper is a whole nother, Like, that's a perfect example, living embodiment of it. Ronnie, it's the same thing with you when you talk into like e-commerce spaces. You've, you you didn't have all the money. You didn't have all the resources. You didn't have all the things that some of these people have. You literally, if you go to any sort of conference or any room where somebody is talking about platforms in the social space or platforms in e-commerce, they know who you are because you've called. Everybody to the point where they've deleted your number. You've called everybody. I'm the friend who calls twice.
3: I'm knows <laughs> that. If You don't pick the, up the phone. I'm going to call you twice. I'm the
1: modern day Robbie a bed. I made it. I got famous being annoying.
3: That like literally. I, went, I hope I'm not putting it that oh, way. Oh no, that's that's
2: the best compliment I <laughs> get because it's a nice way of saying persistent. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, not a nice way to say persistent, but that's basically yeah. It. Yeah, yeah you
3: know. but you know what the thing is? They end up buying for
1: exactly. Me. And you they can't in? help it. I'll buy it for you. Just go away. Exactly. Like,
3: well, I hope they, they're buying from me because of the value. Maybe, the but who cares? Who cares?
1: <laughs> good, good entrepreneurs yeah. will tell you, they're very successful ones who will tell you that it doesn't matter so long as the garage door doesn't close. So if they bought it because yeah. of that, who cares so long as they bought it? Because now they have a chance to try it out and learn the value mm, and then they'll love come it. back. They'll love it. I'll just
2: say that I enjoy your voice. So I just, I like when you hit me up all the time. Appreciate you.
3: I'm a caller, <laughs> I'm a very emotional person. Yes. So I call. Or I FaceTime, or I video chat, or, or a Skype, or an Instagram message, that, or I text you. you or right <laughs> on your wall. I just I to yes. see, the emotions <laughs> behind it. You know, I just want to see the emotions <laughs> of the conversation. I'll Discord you, and that's I'll funny, Snapchat. And that's you.
2: honestly funny coming from both Scott and I. We are like just uh, the same, if not worse, in terms of persistence. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Do you know how many people I have to like direct tweet or DM to try to get them on the show from like oh, yeah. all over the country that yeah, don't know he? me and like the, he's got a check, so I'll open it. I saw you opened it. So now I'm going to email you again and again <laughs> uh, and again.
2: And this, uh, the takeaway from this is stay persistent it works. Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This, that's the point. Is like in all these things, like the, the very common theme I see between successful founders and entrepreneurs and, and not, I mean, it's honestly successful people, uh, is that they know everyone in the circle that they're supposed to know in order to make it happen. And if they don't, they're not working hard enough. There's something there. And it's like, you can't buy, you can't buy with money, no matter how much you raise, you can't buy the credibility and the relationships in the network. You can't buy that. It's, yeah. it's too expensive. So I just want to give you guys kudos because
2: you guys do... That's do a good segue. That's actually a good segue in hearing about yep. Justin. How'd you get teamed up with uh, Mr. Chicago himself?
0: Well, um, I am also a co-founder, guys. Um, we, with we, a capital
1: C or just a lowercase?
2: Uh, <laughs> you put a the dash in there? C <laughs>
0: and, and a dash. Yes, yes, yes it is. But um, in May 2015... Uh, We said we were going to start a nonprofit, and uh, a couple name changes later, uh, Social Works came alive. And Social Works is all about empowering the youth through arts, education, and civic engagement. We're about to be three years old, uh, August 10th, you know, so please send cakes and birthday cards to the office, (laughs) and we're going to keep it going. Excellent.
1: Uh, so I want to sort of, we, we have a sh- we're up against the news in a break here in a second. And I want to spend uh, the next, when we come back from the commercial, I want to spend that time on social works in particular and go into like what you guys are working on on stuff. And I don't want to get cut off. So I want to sort of, before we go to break and prompt you here, what is the relationship? How did you guys like actually meet? I know you said you sort of did the direct, you know, random tweet at them and so forth, but like that's just enough to get a phone call. How do you actually put this together? How do you put three brands together in a hurry? Because this hasn't been that long.
3: Yeah, so this was a month ago we put this together. So through our relationship with uh, Aristotle and El- Ellison and Shopping Gives, um, we're able to facilitate donations to any nonprofit in the U.S. So through that relationship, we could easily quantify that. So w- tell me what you mean by that?
2: Uh, like how how many how many uh, <laughs> put a number to it? How many charities are you Because well, somebody asked me, yeah. is it over a million? So one point four million. Wow. If
3: you're in good standing in the U.S., um, you could. Donate through to, through shopping gives or through one of shopping gives partner websites. So, um, including
1: George Costanza Human Human Fund.
3: I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, yes. George Costanza. That's basically yeah. If they're in good standing at the IRS, then they're absolutely not. <laughs> Um. So yeah, we we were able to facilitate that. So any donation that happens through uh, Allison's site, you can, uh, whether that be the uh, social works or through the cause of your choice, uh, we facilitate that donation. Social Works is
0: just a really good listener. You know, we we are on socials. I'm actually the one who responded to his message. You know, we're always looking for community members to pitch us ideas to help out, and you know, we can't do our job effectively if we're not listening to the community. Yeah. So when I saw that DM slide, I was like, mm, I think mm, who knows? Yeah. And and it turned into this. But you know, we got three receptive companies that um, that's super agile, and um, we're able to do anything in a month is a way too much time for us
1: tell me a little bit about what you expect to hear from people so these people like i'm sure a lot of people dm and and call you guys and email you guys trying to get partnership for good reasons and bad reasons of course what is it that you hear back from founders or or from these two gentlemen that, that make you go okay i'll listen to this one
0: i mean i i don't even think it's about um you know picking and choosing who you need to listen to because You never know just because somebody has, doesn't have a thousand followers or doesn't have that blue check mark. It doesn't invalidate the idea. So, and, and I have to do my job more effectively or, or, you know, effective by listening, you know, by listening, by using other people's funds and using it with them to go ahead and enact change. So it's not about like you had 50 million followers and I was like, Oh yeah, that's cool. You know, it's just, it's a community member that. Trust Social Works and wants to support Social Works, and just off the basis of that, you know, let's go get a coffee.
3: And, you know? I, and I think what's important here is even if it's only five percent, you know, Aristotle is in business and he has to still have bottom line to focus on, and we respect that. But it, you know, that five percent, even if it's micro actions, it leads to and it adds up to a macro impact. And so even if we're not generating tens of thousands of dollars as a SMB retailer to social works it's still the notoriety the brand pushing that we're now you know driving social works name out to the community and we now have instead of one company pushing it or two companies pushing it we have three companies yep. standing behind social works and driving we are,
1: it uh, we're going to take our break we're going to come back and, and look at that quantifiable of what social works is actually working on all right all right that is the soothing sounds of Aristotle you hear in the background. We are back on air with my guys here. Uh, Justin, you, when we took our break, we're about to go into all of the things about what social works is and does and how this is going to impact everything. Um but there's also something you should plug before we get into it.
0: you're, you're 100% <laughs> right. Uh I would be doing uh the the founder, the boss uh, a disservice if I didn't say it, but um you know totally. Chance the Rapper's album is coming out this <laughs> month. I need everybody listening to pre-order that and go ahead and get ready to uh just really turn up your summer after it drops.
1: Hey, I had so to tell you, a you, Chicago guy. Oh, Chance the Rapper's the man. He reinvented the way that people And he are, got an alligator recently, I
0: heard. Yeah, Chance yeah. the Snapper. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: I, no, I just want to say because like, you were reluctant to like plug that right off the bat. So I just want to go out and, and tell people this, and this goes for anyone who's in the in the you know nonprofit space. You have to do good before you can do good. You got to make good before you can do good. You have to be able to make money. So like, amen. It's not it's it's not all for for nothing. You know, you have to actually have something. So Chance the rapper uh, has Without money. and gives us purpose. Yes, yes, he does. I always yes, say he businesses
3: does. are a business to make money, but by enabling or by making more money, you can get back more, do more good, be more conscious. So. Make buy, more money and do more good.
1: And buy a slicker ride. You can yes, do that sure, too. you
3: can. If you're interested. <laughs>
1: <laughs> buy more shades. Okay. Um,
3: always so, you know how to make it awkward, Scott. Uh,
1: this is my skill. This is my gift. My gift Very is nice. I can stare at people and just totally ruin everything really quickly. That's how I got married. Uh, well, that's why I wear shades. <laughs> <laughs> poker face. That's always <laughs> always poker face. She was like, you know what? I think I can help you. Okay. Uh, so, Justin, I want you that's to talk true. a little bit about, so a lot about social works and, and how it works exactly and, and how... Uh, Those who do use Shopping Gives and Ellison Shades here to make something happen, what what are they going to see?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they supporting? What is Social Works? You know, I think um, what's really cool about Social Works and what uh, our team has been able to do is just design initiatives that are really, you know, at the heart of it, human centered. You know, we don't really confine ourselves to a different sector or you know, just the education nonprofit or just mental health. You know, because we know our human experiences have us going to many different places, and that response might be immediate or maybe you know that response is coming later, but. Um, But we create really human-centered initiatives that that just speak to the human experience. And we have five of those initiatives. We have one is our Kids of the Kingdom Summer Day Camp, which is going on right now. We're in the middle uh, of—we're going into week three. And this is a choice-based, faith-based summer day camp that exposes our youth— Five to 13 to uh, performing in literary arts. And it only costs $150 for all seven weeks. So $20 a week, you can get the best summer day camp in Chicago. Then we also have our open mic program, which is our longest program. It's, it's turning five in February of 2020, which is weird because uh, Social Works is only three years old. But, um, you know, this is all about creating a bohemia for high school students to learn, express, network, and just Chill in the library, and you know, turn the library back cool again. And we also have uh, warmest winter with my main guy. Happy anniversary uh, to uh, Michael Earhart right now. But we have a Warmest Winter Initiative, which is all about providing low-income, transient, and uh, individuals experiencing homelessness with the direct services they need in a compassionate, dignified way. So that's dope. So that's a lot of our um, community organizing work. But then, you know, you see all these headlines about $5 million or ooh, $5 million or a $1 million or mental health or tech or anything. And, you know, that just speaks to our systems work you know that we talk you know people have to go through the chicago public school system people have to go to idhs you know illinois department of human services and it's just what can social works do to kind of alleviate that and make sure those institutions are a little bit more transparent and the people that are navigating them you know are treated properly and have the best experience so we talk about what we did in the school system we started the new chance fund donated $4 $4 million over the past two years wow. to CPS, impacting 40 schools, you know, tens of thousands of students every day to bring enrichment programming back in the school day, you know, and CPS, uh, you know, a, a go ahead and agrees to make sure everything goes flawlessly to go <laughs> ahead and give students, you know, the materials that they need. So we have auditoriums, we have maker spaces, visual arts labs, you know, things that, that they wouldn't be able to do, um, be operating under that, you know, bureaucracy. So social works comes in and we're also, we were able to do that, but also our most ambitious program right now. And the one that's really, you know, five years, I promise you, everybody is going to be looking at each other. Like, how do we find, how do we Work mental health or How do we find Mental health resources Before You know This happened and, and, and that's my state of mind And in short It's all about Providing individuals With um, Different wellness providers As unique as they are So you know We might Love take that. you To talk space For the digital scene Or you might go Straight to the therapist's office Or you might go To some kung fu Meditation Karate class You know And these are all Real service providers In our system right now But it's all about You know Honing your individuality And Having the options and the will you know to uh to move on it this is Love awesome that.
1: this is awesome the the thing that I think is um <clears throat> I don't know how to even put this right so i don't want to I don't want people to think that that it's not appreciated that a lot of these large organizations get involved in in particular cities that are complex like Chicago mm-hmm. cities like New York cities like Boston they, there's a complexity to operating there and I think what's cool about what chance has been doing and what you guys are working on is that it's on the uh, like it's grassroots level it's on the ground and i think the problem with most of the organizations across the country as they've tried to try to work with chicago you should talk about cps unless you come from cps you mm-hmm. don't know cps unless you come from the areas that have you know whether it's you know kids not eating transportation that's safe to school unless you've experienced that you don't actually know what the solutions are so like everyone can go on the radio and on tv like yeah we're going to donate 5 million dollars to chicago like that sounds awesome that money's gone. I, I hate to tell you, like, if, if unless you're in on it, in which case you knew, that money is gone. The people who need to, to actually contribute if we want to see change in this city and other cities like this are those that are actually on the ground level that are like, I experienced this. I grew up in this city. I know exactly. where to apply this. Where to? I guess the best part is I know who to look at when the money gets changed hands and make sure it stays where it is. because. Sometimes people just disappear with stuff. So and that's I love what's what cool
0: about Social Works. Um, you know, it's it. We're all Chicagoans. I I grew up 79th South Shore. Been here my whole life. You know, chance is. You know the the mayor of the city. He's Chicago. Chicago. We got Essence. We got Nick. We got Mary, Shantae. We got Jordan. You know, this is a Chicago team, and this is a Chicagoans just helping Chicagoans. And that's why when you know we we started talking with uh, Ronnie and Aristotle, you know, Chicagoans as well. It was just like let's do it for Chicago, and you can get a pair of really dope shades, handmade in Greece. Hey, <laughs> like, <solid. hey. laughs> so, well, so but think
3: about this. Yeah. So you made you, you quantified it a little bit. That was. Twenty bucks a week, right? Yeah. So four pairs of sunglasses, right? That's or five percent gives back basically one week of the pro- the program. Yeah. So buy glasses and a camper. Exactly. There you go.
0: Yeah.
3: Buy the a, whole buy crew. Yeah.
1: There's, there, yeah. there's your math, folks. We just made it. We had we had took about forty five minutes for it. us to really get there, but we did we <laughs> did get there. No calculations. break
2: down. Buy four, send someone to camp. Yeah.
3: Aristotle hopes to be able to donate a million dollars. I I hope he does
1: too.
2: That means that, that,
3: hey, he's, he's he's crushing it. He's crushing it. And we're creating an impact. And that's, that's well, what we all disclosure:
1: I bought a whole bunch of stuff via republic.co slash Ellison. So I really hope he sells a million
0: dollars. It's
1: yeah. in everybody's I, I best too. interest. I'm, we're all invested we in We are in all him. invested in either figuratively or literally.
2: Yeah. And that's um, even better, right? When you get people supporting on the philanthropic end, but you know, taking it a step further and, and actually investing in the companies. And so my success actually becomes your success. And in doing so, the reason why we're all here is because we get to take this platform that we've all built, contributed to with little to no resources, and... And now we are driving that to create impact. And I think that's super that's important. And that's why we do it. And, and when you invest wisely and you invest in the right people, that might not ultimately be the rich kid from uh, a north suburb that comes here. With, they, they're, they're just not driven the same way. And because we come from that place of need, I guess you could say, or pain, uh, we know that when we are in that position, we're going to do our best to give back. And, and that's why it's so important, like you said, not to to be very loose, but very strategic in your vetting process to make sure everybody gets a chance um, to be heard. I think it's important.
1: I I just want to add this last piece and then we'll, we'll get you guys plugged out before we we head out of here. It's just something you just said that sort of sparked in my head was when I think of Silicon Valley in particular, I think of like sharing resources at the top. They've all made their money. They've all, you know, been a part of these crazy rocket ships and they spread their money. They all the people in in those areas that get together and they put their money in in different co-investments in Chicago. Not that there's not money, because a lot of these people that we deal with every day have a ton of money, but their resources start on the bottom and go up, absolutely. And that's the difference I think when I see Chicago and when I when I talk to all these entrepreneurs, it's like, how can I? Have, I mean, I know people who literally run like five, six hundred employee companies, and they're calling other companies like, hey, I got three or four guys that I'm going to have to like go, or I don't need right now. Do you want to go? And like they're working at everybody else's companies. Like that's the resource sharing that goes on here. And I think it's just, this is just another example. That's and I a, want to just say that yeah. you're a big part of that.
2: And, well, you know, I you. know from moving, and I moved all over the U.S. to, to start the company. And I know coming back to Chicago, is people like yourself, the gatekeepers, as I told you, that were kind of lubing these experiences and these connections. And, and as we uh, build it, maybe a, a better choice of word, but yeah. I like it. That's me. Hey, you
1: know, <laughs> the, the uh, connective it's, tissue uh, between. Hey, man, it's, sometimes it, you just got to lube it up and it's, go. It's, it's
2: great. <laughs> and I look at you as kind of the core. Um, you know the cortex of this of this and that's that's amazing.
1: I appreciate that. So with that said, let's go down from Ronnie on down, give your uh, your plug on where people can go to find you and find you Justin and find you Aristotle.
3: So you could always go to shoppinggives.com and create an account to track your impact, but more importantly, I would rather you go to whereallison.com because at the end of the day when you shop through where Allison and you give back to social works at the end of that, you have an opportunity to create an account on Shopping Gifts to track your impact. So go make a purchase and
0: then sign up for it. That's us. a smart marketing move, my friend. Thank you. Definitely. Yeah, find us at We Are Ellison for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if you're trying to get in tune with Social Works, you know, contribute your ideas, your time, your money, your anything, um, you can find us uh, all over social media at Social Works, as well as on our website at SocialWorksShy.org.
1: And pre-order that new Chance the Rapper
2: album come yes, out. Yes, <laughs>
0: please do it. It's fire.
2: <laughs> uh, and the way to, uh, to to pregame that album is to go to <laughs> com at W-E-A-R-E-L-L-I-S-O-N. Uh, and as uh, Ronnie and my good confidants here said, it's all plugged in. We're doing automatic. Whether you like it or not, we're giving back to Shy. We uh, You get a good cha- uh, pair of shades in the process. And uh, we get to do what we do best, create really great experiences, give back, um, and really make Chicago proud. So thanks, Scott, for making this happen. And thank you to my guys for uh, making Chicago uh Fun.
1: Is, yeah. very cool yeah. Thanks, well scott. thank of course absolutely you guys can listen to all this stuff on social media we've been we've been live streaming on like every channel here so follow the technology and follow them wherever they are uh we are going to take one at more shopping com- at shopping <laughs> gives uh at social works at we are ellison uh i guess uh we're going to take a quick break here one more commercial one more live read, and then we're gonna start investing in startups all right welcome back to the startup showcase i'm your host scott Catoon. now that all my friends have departed the studio um We are going to get on with what the Startup Showcase usually is, which is companies calling in and you being able to invest in them. Uh, I want to tell you ahead of time, if you want to follow up with a bunch of the companies you've had on this show and companies that are going to be coming on in the future, uh, I recommend you learn more about upcoming Technori events and investment opportunities by subscribing to our weekly newsletter at Technori.com. If you do that on your phone, you are inevitably going to find a pop-up that says, subscribe here, place your email, and boom, you're there. Okay. So our very first company that is calling in today is going to be Fred McGill. He's the CEO of Simple Showing. And I want to say I came from the real estate space, so I have a pretty good understanding of this. And as I mentioned to Amy before we crossed over to the Startup Showcase, I have a, ah, I don't know how to describe this, a love-like-hate relationship with brokers, and and maybe that's just bad experiences. I don't know. Either way... I'm constantly looking for an experience of this. I use Trust here in Chicago to look at commercial properties and things because I don't have to talk to people. I'm interested in seeing exactly how simple showing works. They are currently raising money on Republic. They've raised about 100 and I don't know, $30,000 or something like that. Uh, they are subscribed I don't know 400% of what their target was. So, let's bring in Fred and see what's going on. Fred, are you there?
4: Scott, how's it going, man? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thanks so much for having me. Of
5: course.
1: Um, so here's the deal. You're going to have one minute to do a pitch of exactly what Simple Showing is, and then I'm going to ask you questions, and we're going to try to get the audience to decide if they want to invest in you. How does it sound?
4: That uh, sounds like a winner. All
1: right. I will let you go right now. You've got one minute.
4: Cool. So Simple Showing is a mobile app and web browser platform that allows consumers to book property showings on demand with or without a real estate agent. And then we refund half of the typical agent commission at the time of closing. We are fully licensed in three states, but we also have a network of partner agents across the country, which we're quickly expanding. And then for, for sellers, so homeowners that are selling, we sell for a fixed fee of $5,000 not inclusive of the buyer agent commission that's still owed to that particular agent. And so we're also trying to we're launching right now a lockbox integration for those sellers, which allows consumers to do what we call unassisted showings, where basically they enter properties, access the homes, without an agent attached to their side. That's us in a nutshell.
1: Very cool. Okay, I love the latter part where I can just go in and check out the house. I don't. I don't mean to be mean to my broker friends. It's just. <laughs> There's just, you know what I mean? Like you're in your home, you're trying to figure out, is this a place I want to live? And you're wandering around, you're like looking nooks and crannies and you feel like they're watching you and, and like they're just like right off your heel and it's it's uncomfortable. And yeah. so they, if they just weren't there, I could just look at this house on my own and uh, I'd almost rather that they, the current owner give me a tour than the broker sometimes. But anyway.
4: Yeah. What yeah, was no doubt. And, and as well as I think that the, uh, you know, t- today everyone wants to sort of control not only, um, you know, from an instant, you know, uh, satisfaction standpoint and being able to book something on demand, but they also they want to control even the process of, of walking through the home. So no longer do you or really, I guess for a while, you haven't really needed an agent to tell you, hey, these countertops are granite. You know, you, you probably could figure that out by yourself and you know, you may already you can tell if the backyard is small without the agent sort of telling you those things. But but the the, the genesis of of, uh, of that portion of our business is really just you know brought on by the fact that consumers they're they're really doing all the legwork in the beginning to discover the home. So in other words, they're finding the home they ultimately buy, sort of by themselves. About two thirds of the people uh, that buy a home today end up finding the home all by themselves without without the agent.
1: I mean, if it's anything like like for me, when my wife and I go on walks, it's basically the red redfin app is just popping. And oh yeah, you know, with all of the HGTV shows and things, I feel like people have gotten so exposed to the process now. That they almost find it fun. You know, it used to be kind of a hassle like I don't know what I don't know and I don't want to learn and get ripped off or whatever and you just felt nervous that you weren't gonna make a, a wise decision as a buyer. Now we know so much, thanks to Love It or List It, that I I, <laughs> yeah. I I seriously think that when we go when we go looking for houses now, it's sort of like I want to enjoy, like, can I get a deal? Can I find a cool house that has something that I didn't, you know, know it had? Um, yeah. and then there's the component yeah. of, of us all being on social where we literally just are like no good at, at talking to other humans. That's like a whole nother thing. Uh, we only have a a couple (laughs) minutes here. I want to, uh, kind of go into the business model a little bit. You talked about how you split and kick back some of the commissions and stuff. How does your business model work?
4: Yeah, absolutely. So we, so given the example of a 400,000 dollar home, which we're based in Atlanta, and that would be a typical price point here. And so if, for example, you bought a home for $400,000, we would earn a typical 3% commission, which is $12,000, but then we refund half of that, so $6,000, which would go towards closing costs, prepaids, you know, things like that. Um, or it can even be cut as a physical check at closing. Um, but what in practice we actually do is we, through our app, we actually sort of audit, keep track of the, the frequency of showings. So it's actually sort of a tiered um, uh, commission refund model. So in other words, if you do zero to, to five showings, we give you that 1.5% back, but it sort of scales down after that. So, for example, 6 to 10, it goes down to 1.25%. It sort of continues to scale down. And so it's it sort of from an economic standpoint, it incentivizes the, the buyer to almost, you know, sort of do more open houses, do shopping on their own, which they're already doing. Uh, but but uh, conversely, it also uh, sort of motivates our agents to want to show you more homes because then, of course, the refund goes down, which means their commission goes up. So it, I think it really aligns the interests of each party, um, and uh, but but in practice, most um, on average, most people end up seeing about nine homes before they make an offer with us. Uh, of course, we have a lot of people that just see zero; they already have the home in mind, they write the offer through us, and then others that see you know fifteen or twenty. Which
1: I think you know actually kind of works out because like yes, for some they're gonna you know was an incentive that they could make some money on it, which is cool. But the reality is like you're not necessarily trying to make money on this as much as you are trying to make the easiest decision to get a home, like make that as frictionless as possible. So like you're rewarded for not wasting time, but you're also like in the end, just getting what you want, which was a new house.
4: Yep. yeah, Absolutely.
1: Very cool. Where do people go to uh, learn more about this and to invest?
4: So go to simple com, And if you're, even if you're sort of out of state, um, like, like I said, we we're growing our, our partner network. So we even have, Um, despite us being in three states, we actually have um, agents in other bigger markets, and we're sort of expanding upon that now. So we may be in your market uh, if we have a partner agent there, but check us out at SimpleShowing.com and it's that same handle for Twitter and um, Instagram too.
1: Very cool. And then just republic.co slash simple showing, or you can go to, uh, I posted it a couple minutes ago, on all the technology pages, uh, you can find a link directly to that. Uh, Please check it out. Fred, thank you so much for taking the time.
4: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, Scott. Yep. Take care. Okay,
1: we are going to take a commercial break and then come back with the news. All righty, you're listening to WGN Radio AM seven twenty. All righty, we have the final pitch today of the startup showcase. It is, um, I think, an interesting topic for everyone. I was again, I was talking to people about this off off air and on air and everywhere. Uh, you talk to the nerds and they're like, Oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Uh, you know, we, I don't mean to be calling Sonny a nerd, but a couple of weeks ago I had ages, AI and it's, you know, object recognition stuff. And, and he and I nerded out over the technology and the opportunity that, that this represents. Then there's the skeptics who kind of sit there and they're like, you know, this is a little minority reporting. It's like, listen, this has been going on for a very long time. What is most important now is that we actually do it right and make the most of it and and build technology that can really um, be used for good and and be used incredibly. And in the case of uh, cloud structure, you're looking at enterprise security on an entirely new level. Um, And so hopefully I hear the rattles of Rick Bentley, who is the CEO of the company in the background. Rick, are you there? Yes, sir. Awesome. Thank you for calling in.
5: Um, My pleasure.
1: So here's the deal. You get one minute to pitch to me and the audience here for our hard-earned bucks on what cloud of structure is. And then I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and uh, hopefully we can break down why this is a good investment.
5: All right? Sounds great. So uh, cloud of structure is access control and video surveillance in a cloud model. If you look at just uh, the general background, uh, every enterprise used to have a file server and went to Box or Dropbox. There was an email server and went to Gmail or Microsoft. There was a CRM server, which is Salesforce. Every building has servers just leaving, but every building has two servers left. That's access control and video surveillance. So we move those to the cloud. Once they're in the cloud, the data's in the cloud, there's a lot we can do with it that you couldn't do before on-premises. So for video surveillance, for example, we run all the video through computer vision on, on TensorFlow. And, um, we come back with uh, the ability to tag all the video, just like Google, uh, next the web. So you can search the web. We tag the surveillance video. So you can search the video. So you can search for a person or an animal or that guy you're looking for, or the object that went missing or whatever. So that's, that's what we're doing.
1: Very cool. Uh, tell me a little bit about what got you into this. Cause I, I feel like we've actually made an investment, in a portfolio company called dumbstruck. I don't know if you're familiar with them um <clears throat> that is in the facial rec not it's not the same kind of thing it's facial recognition for advertising and identifying you know people's reactions to videos and things like that but i i i feel like we're in this space that people have been a little bit leery of and i i kind of feel like they just don't realize how far in we are and how how important this is going to be for a future that is you know i don't want to say autonomous but fairly automated uh, how did you get into this
5: yeah, so it's actually kind of a funny story. The last company I started was uh, backed by SoftBank oh, um, yeah. and W.R. Harper. We had office space south of Market in San Francisco. We had an access control system, an alarm, a guy at the front desk, all the security stuff you'd expect. But still, you know, social engineering works, right? A guy around lunchtime walked in, dressed like everyone else, picked a notebook off a desk, and walked out. And so um, – when the guy whose notebook I was came back from lunch, he's like, Where's my notebook? We we knew the the landlord had video, so we went to go see the video and that's why I coined the term the vacuum effect. Someone had unplugged the recorder to plug in the vacuum cleaner. Oh. And it hadn't come back up. I'm like I'm like, what? This isn't monitored? Like this this is so old school. It's you know this Windows machine running on premises. Even even back then it was it was old, right? I am like, why'd you buy such a lame system? He goes, Look, I'm running class A space and like the hottest market in, in the world right now i'm price insensitive. i just bought the most expensive one i'm like okay well th- this space needs to change it right and so i kind of filed that one away and when the when time was right actually i got in too early but uh, now the time's right <laughs> hmm. and it's working out pretty well
1: so tell me a little bit more about the actual like how i would experience this as a as a worker walk me through a little bit and then i'd love to know sort of the the i mean i think i have a general idea here but the the revenue model
5: yeah, absolutely. So revenue models enterprise SaaS, right? Recurring okay. revenue, which which we love. Um, Who doesn't like and something that the enterprise is getting more and more uh, used to and expecting, right? Um, but from a, a deployment standpoint, we work with any camera. It's typically a takeover. We go in, the cameras stay, their cabling stays, uh, but there's an NVR or sometimes a DVR. <laughs> if it's really old, there's a VCR, right? Um, th- th- those go away. Um, and so you're not recording on-premises anymore. You're not Running a web server on premises anymore, which is a whole IT security nightmare. Uh, and you put it in our, what we call a CVR, cloud video recorder. It's getting video streams from the cameras, it's caching it locally, it's uploading to us as the broadband allows. So, and everything's in the cloud then.
1: Yeah. So I was going to say, I think one of the things that's really, I, pardon me while I have like a little nerd explosion here. The, the <laughs> part of this stuff that I love about tech is that for, and you obviously are, this is a perfect example for you, talk about being a little early um a lot of these type of technologies whether it's this or it's sensors and wearable or it's you know gps location geo geotagging all this stuff has been around for a while i mean for a decade in some cases if not longer the problem was none of it was actually usable in any sort of financially responsible way because it was too hard to store video, it was too hard to to, right. to build sensors that were small enough and cheap enough that they could get broken and not like ruin everything. And now we're in a place where you can, I mean, honestly, like if people who are listening, if you don't know this, it is actually cheaper for you to keep all of the data on your email than it is for you to delete it. Like it's just easier for you right. to just keep it. Uh, we're now finally in a place where you can store a ton of video and you can use that video to identify a ton of things. And it's not just like in your case, obviously you're talking about, uh, AI and object detection and security purposes, but you can also use it for efficiencies. You could use it for, for overcrowding. You could use predictive analytics to say that, you know, when we have events or things like this, this is what it looks like. And so maybe next time we should reroute the traffic this way. Um, you know, there's so many things. What is it about your business that you think has the makes it such a great investment? Because it's, it's obvious that you can use this in, in scale, no question about it, but there's, it, there's the, and this is just my independent view of this. As an investor, I look at this, and of course, I only know what is available on republic.co slash structure. but what I have looked at, I see the ability for you to sell a single product that is very, very good, SaaS uh, service that is very, very good, to a ton of people and then expand upon it by data insights and other things. Am I wrong or right?
5: No, you're absolutely right. So, um, you know, our early conversations have been, hey, we're going to replace your security system. The TCO will be lower. You know, uh, video surveillance is this massive, multi-billion-dollar market. We just need a little piece of it when we make our fortune. But our most interesting conversations, we just had one of these recently with a property um, investment company. They own over 1,000 buildings, right? And I said to them, look, you're, you're paying the the CapEx for a 1,000 surveillance systems, and you're paying the OpEx on those every day to keep them up and running, and you're getting no information out of them. You don't know if foot traffic at a property is going up or down. You don't know age, uh, gender, uh, race, or anything of the people that are there. There's so, there's so many things you're not getting. We, we talked to a company that um, is making a killing putting RFID tags in hospitals so you can find out where the IV cart or the anesthesia machine or whatever actually is, right? I'm like, but a lower friction install is you already have cameras, right? We can tell you where IV cards and anesthesia machines are and have been, right? Throw a QR code on them and we can, we can give you the unique ID of that one too, right? You don't have to put in sensors and receivers and all that stuff. You already have cameras. Why can't you see with them?
1: No, it, it, it makes very good sense. And, and like I said, this is a, I think something that's going to become even more mainstream. Like we, like I was mentioning before, we've got, a company in chicago called AI that's doing it to detect guns so if somebody comes into a building it can automatically detect mm-hmm. if someone's playing on a firearm these are these are infrastructures that tons of money's already been invested in that you're just layering on top of which i think is brilliant uh tell exactly. people where to go to learn more about this and where to go uh to invest in it
5: yeah so we're doing a red cf right now there's uh 60 hours left according to our page on republic so if you go to republic.co Forward slash cloud uh, structure. That's cloud controlled infrastructure. So cloud structure. Uh, You'll see our page right there. And I want to mention we're actually we're we're in the top ten percent of all the BDB raises. By the way, I was just going to
1: say I was going to say you were uh, about thirteen hundred percent uh subscribe to your to your funding target and um I also will share this for all of you listening you can go to technology on Facebook or if you follow me on LinkedIn or Twitter it's there too. So uh best of luck to you. I uh I think that this is a gigantic opportunity to be totally honest and uh I believe I'll be making investment as well.
5: Oh thank you. Look forward to having you. appreciate the time. Of course, absolutely take care. All right you too. All right
1: folks we are done with the startup showcase portion of this. I'm gonna take a commercial break, then I'm gonna give you another commercial break and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna tell you about some books that I think you should definitely check out. Believe it or not, I have memorized that now. I have read that enough times that I now have memorized that. And according to our buddy Aristotle Loomis, who was on the show at the beginning of the show today, uh, you should check out the MyPillow Founders story. Apparently, it is quite an amazing story. Um, speaking of amazing stories, I want to, first off, the show is great. I love both of those companies. Uh, it's not every time I can be honest and say I love every one of the companies that pitch on here, because sometimes there's, you know, well, it's startups, there's a lot of a lot of garbage. But the good ones are the good ones, and both of those companies, I think, are legit um, I want to talk about some of the companies that I've actually had on the podcast, speaking of legit and huge companies last week, I got the chance to talk to the former, um, and this is a legend, the former CEO, then chairman, executive chairman, now chairman on of Cisco. So if you don't know what Cisco is, I don't know where you're at, but like, look at the router on your computer. That's Cisco, uh, John Chambers. And it was a cool conversation. The, the podcast drops next week on Wednesday or something like that. Uh, check it out on spotify or technor.com or wherever you get your podcast. It'll be there But what it led me to is he just authored a book called connecting the dots and I'm not if you know me i'm not a big coach guy I'm, not really all like I get mentors. Maybe I, I do but I just call it something different. I don't know What it is about my personality that like prohibits me from being coachable. I feel like i'm i'm a good learner I'm, just not like great great for coaches. I guess that's why I played a lot of individual sports but John led me on to a couple of things that I thought were worth mentioning, and one of them was just the idea of, and I've always believed this, I just never really had words to describe it, he says, and he's quoting another very, very, very well-known legend, to give you perspective, John Chambers is like one of the the most successful CEOs in the history of this country uh that if you bought a thousand dollars when they went ipo you'd have about 156 thousand dollars like that's how big uh he hangs out with jeff bezos and tim cook and and the late um the late iacocca and just all these people uh jack welch for for those of you who, who know him um he quoted Bill Campbell, the late Bill Campbell, who uh, there's a great book out called The Trillion Dollar Coach, which I highly recommend uh, you check out. I am now listening to it, so I cannot tell you you should listen to it all the way because I haven't gotten through it. But so far, so good. And as a guy who doesn't really get into the whole coaching thing, I'm enjoying it. Maybe it's that it's a trillion dollar coach. He's like an exceptional person with an exceptional story. And and maybe I'm getting more into that than even the coaching. But here was the wisdom that, that John told me via Bill. He said... If you're if you're worrying about other people, you're you're a business owner and you're trying to build a company. You want to focus on market conditions and not the competitors, not other companies. And it like kind of blew my mind a little bit because like I've always said this to people, but I didn't have the words or, or use it so eloquently. Um, we have all these quotes on Instagram. You can add Technori. I'm just plugging things. That's that's what I do today. Uh, when you get extra time, you have time to actually plug. I don't know if that's good or bad. Anyway, so John goes through all these stories about his career at Cisco. But the one thing, and and in that there was like 180 acquisitions or 108 acquisitions. One of those numbers, either one of them, it's insane. And he talked about the fact that like, as technology develops over 25 years, you know, in the eighties and nineties and 2000s, this is a crazy amount of advancement. There was a million competitors that Cisco had and they could either buy them or they could beat them or they could, you know, be beat by them. And he never paid attention to the individual. He always looked at, what are the market conditions that I'm facing? If there's technology advancements that we need to be investing in, pause. Do I look at this piece of technology and can we build it on our own? Can we acquire somebody who's halfway built it? Do we acquire someone who's completely, you know, totally out there already running with it? Or do we skip it? And those are executive decisions, which obviously he made the right ones. At no point was he making these these decisions looking at companies like, oh man, this company's gonna knock out Cisco. Maybe they will, but you can't change what you can't change what's gonna what somebody else is gonna do. You can't control that. you can only control what you can do. and maybe that's where the coaching thing comes in. Maybe you know you look at like trillion dollar coach. this is a guy who bill Campbell who coached. Steve Jobs, I don't know how well that went, but uh, Eric Schmidt from Google. I mean, you name all of the major players in tech over the last 25 years, and and he's coached them, thus the trillion-dollar coach name. Um, Maybe it is coaching for, for leaders who need to decide when to make a decision on buying something versus not buying it, but in the end... The thing that st- stood out to me the most here was just the reality that, and this is—I think this is a, a, applies even in life. Like, it's not just about tech or business. You can't control what everyone else is going to do. You can't go into your your living room on the holiday and somebody's acting a and, and I guess you can knock them out, but like you can't—you you can't stop what they're going to do or say. You can only try to change the—you know—focus on the change of the room. You can only—you know—move move on, go do something else. Uh, try to keep people energized other ways and and I find that to be just one of the coolest sort of things that I'd ever seen uh, which is what led me to to the book connecting the dots which is John Chambers which led me to this interview. I'll tell you it took me a year to track him down and get him on the podcast. So uh, persistence is definitely in my name. Um, but The Trillion Dollar Coach is something I think you should check out, so there's two books for you uh, for the price of one. Connecting the Dots, John Chambers and The Trillion Dollar Coach, which is written uh, co-written by Eric Schmidt, formerly of Google, and several other people that you will know. All right, we're about to cut over uh, to Mark Carmen, but before that, I've got one final plug for the show. Plug, plug, plug. This is a good one. Um, he's been on the show several times, so this is a, a good little uh, hookup. Dear Mighty Things, if you remember mike he's a crazy dude michael golfman he came in here um and i've had the opportunity to to host dear mighty things courtesy of him uh, the last two years and i don't know if i'm doing it again he hasn't really told me this but regardless dear mighty october 28th is the next Dear mighty things event in chicago uh these are epic this isn't like a networking event this is an event with two astronauts flying cars and the co-founder of Siri. So if you have any questions or you want to figure out how to stop Siri from listening in and then flipping your computer or your or phone upside down every time you say something that remotely sounds like like Siri, you should go to this and you should ask the co-founder why this is or how to disable it. Uh, daremightythings.co, October 28th. Get your tickets now. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great event. I can't promise that I'll be there, but maybe I will. I don't know. All right. We are going to cut over to socks. We have a couple minutes. All right, I got a couple more, couple more minutes to talk real quick here. Um, last but not least, what am I? What do I want to talk about, Ashton, Maybe I'll check it with you. I'll bring in the producer. This is a long show, totally unrehearsed. I you can know. tell.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's not unrehearsed. I feel like
1: my whole life is unrehearsed.
2: Yeah, that's everybody's
1: life though. Sometimes,
2: uh, but you know, hey. We learn a lot, do a lot of things. We get an extra half hour. We get to squeeze in a lot more. It's a little different for us, but it's exciting.
1: I'm thinking, so a little little changeover for people listening. I'm thinking about from now on on the show, bringing in like a big time CEO to co-host with me only for the startup showcase pieces. So we'll have these companies call in and not just get my perspective, but have like somebody who is like a big time company CEO who'd be like, you know what? I would invest in that or whatever. And we can actually like trade